JB, I was going through some Instagram today. Yep. Not often I do it. I only go on to check the kids, what they're doing. Yeah. And you talked so much common sense. Jeez. You know what you said? You know how everything once talking about baseball. You spoke oh, about yes. it today. Mm. Everyone forgets about the Mark Rod Marsh left on the Australian cricket culture. What he did at the AS to change the way we play. Very good point. He did. It was, he was extraordinary. Yep. And scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much. Joseph to Lava Shane. Yeah, I didn't actually go to the AS. Obviously, you know, he's one of my dad's best mates, so I've known him all my life and spent a lot of time with him here in Adelaide. But I played a couple of games for the AIS when they needed you know, a player to come, someone injured or whatever. So, And I had a week off, so I went and played a game in Perth and I think one somewhere else. And I loved being around him and the way he controlled that team. So by that stage, I was probably two or three years older and had played a bit of first-class cricket, whereas the rest of them were all kids and extraordinarily gifted kids. Joseph again. And he, he would stand there at the start of the day's play if the AOS were batting and he'd say you're either 350 runs by stumps if we got any wickets in hand yep and and the, if anyone turned around and said no nah, well, we're not going to be 350 you'd go well that's alright well then we're bowling so we're, we're all out and we're, we're in the field but if we've got wickets in hand there is no reason why you can't be 350 at stumps no one had ever spoken that way about cricket prior to that Shot through the onside. He's going to get a couple. So when you think about Martin, Langer, Ponting, Hayden, Gilchrist, Hussey, Kadich, you know, like the, the stock he had was extraordinary. Oh, you two wait, boys as well. But um, he, he got, uh, Roy Simons, he gave him the wings to play that way. So when they all got, like you two, got up into international cricket, ready to play baseball. Mm. Not quite as manic yeah. as that, but... We're talking 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, the Australian team through the, their pomp. Absolutely. Scoring at four, four and a half and over. Just extraordinary stuff. And a lot of it came back to Bacchus, like yep. you mentioned. One for 91. Just discussing the great Rod Marsh. They, of course, had the unveiling of the new tribute to him on the way out to the hospitality area back at the Sir Edmund Smith stand. Brilliantly done by the sacker. And it really is a great tribute to a great man, Philippine. Full ball clipped fine by Kawaja. And that's four. One for 95. Kawaja to 54. Not only a great visionary and an unbelievable player himself, but a mischievous man, Rodney. I think that's what, what drew me to him, actually. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. The one thing I like most about it, we used to knock off all the international teams in the one days. Pakistan, England, they had Shoal Bakhtar, that, that was a macrum. All the, the greats said, oh, we're going to score 300. And you go, yeah, yeah, no. Then you look him in the eye and you think, oh, no, we're, we're going to try to score 300. He actually means <laughs> it. He yeah. means it. Don't worry about that. Defending no run. And you'd have guys like Ryan Campbell, um, guys like that, and they're taking Shoal Bakhtar on. Dan Master did to, to England, hit for six over point. Everyone's going, what's going on here? Mm. And, but... We had a really clear... We had to get 300. And, and if you look back at that era, that's where Australia had that great run in one-day cricket. And oh, yeah. it comes off the back of the style that Rod Marsh created. But i tell you what it was. It was good fun. Oh, yeah. it would have been. It was. Yeah. 100%. He, he demanded you have fun. Yeah. Yep. Philip in and no shot off it. I used to love... So 
one, once he'd finished doing that and he was, you know, off doing other things back as you'd, you'd run into him and often with Dan and Paul and Jamie, his sons, for dinner or a barbecue or whatever. And as the basket press kicked in, the mischief oh, levels oh, got oh. higher and higher. <laughs> and what he'd do is he, he loved causing arguments, like saying things that he knew would cause an <laughs> yeah. argument. And you always knew he was going to do it because he had this stupid look on his face. <laughs> and he'd often do it after he'd been to the toilet because he'd go in there and think. Yeah. And so you're sitting there and there's an argument about something or another. Philip in again. No shot. And he'd come out of the dunny with this stupid look on his face. And a handful of burly. Yeah. And I'd say to <laughs> him. Rolling it out there. Uh, like after you'd experienced it a thousand times, I'd say to him, there's no way you believe what you're about to say. <laughs> No way. <laughs> and, and he'd get and he'd, 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 <laughs> stupid face, yep. and then he'd throw the burly in, and the whole joint would erupt, yep. and then a half-hour argument would start, and I'd just look at him and go, you are the best. <laughs> at, you, you're just winding the whole room up. Philip to Kowaja. Cut shot, picks out the field. He, four otherwise. He had an unbelievable skill of knowing everything you did in Adelaide. I remember, we were only young, I think I was 18, just turned 18. When I went to the academy, you'd go have United, whether it be Droplands or what was Maisie. Yeah, 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 the, the players. Players, that's the one. Yep. Then every night you did it, the next day you call it a training session. <laughs> he'd run us up and down the beach, get us in the water. Then, because he loved the keepers and he, he always had a soft spot, he goes, how was last night? And you go, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> he knew everywhere yeah. you'd been. Yep. Joseph running away from the cathedral end and defending. So one of my favourite stories about the mischief of that man was Dennis Lilly and the aluminium bat in Perth. Oh, yeah. So he decided he's going to uh, market these aluminium bats, but he thought the only way I'm going to sell them, DK, is if I use one myself. Right. So he hadn't cleared it with anyone, just walks out in the middle <laughs> of a test match with an aluminium bat. Yes. So he's hitting it and it's going toink, toink. <laughs> Mike Brearley, the captain of England's complained to the umpires that's damaging the ball. And it was about 15 minutes before tea that this was all happening. As Joseph away again, and again defending. So he gets into tea and not out, but he, the ball can't even get off the square. So Greg Chappell's the captain. And Greg says, right, you've had your fun. That's enough of that bat. Get rid of it and get a proper bat. Anyway, Dennis refused to let anyone tell him how to do anything. So those two start a blue. Anyway, Greg's a captain, obviously. And I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, you've had your exposure for your stupid bloody... It's done. Pick up a proper bat. Anyway, the, apparently the blue went for most of the tea break. And then in the end, Dennis reluctantly grabs a normal bat because they've got to go out and resume play. Joseph again, and again defending no run. So Rod, the old old whacker rooms, the, the door was in the corner and the viewing sort of stools really were off to the right of that. Rod's positioned himself right at the door, and as Dennis has walked past, he's just out of the corner of his mouth said, you're not going to let him tell you what to do, are you? <laughs> DK, the proper bat, gone. Gone and picked up the aluminium one and stormed out onto the whacker, and all hell has broken loose. All hell. Oh. Greg Chappell's looked at Bacchus and gone, thanks for that, mate. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Joseph again. Ooh, good ball. Nipping back. Inside edge onto the thigh guard. No run. One for 95. The one thing he taught me, and it's probably not a great habit, is you had to celebrate your wins. And I remember two in South Africa with the Cricket Academy won the first game. Said, oh, what are we going to do? And 
was it Castle that they drunk at the time? He's just come in with about four cartons and just sat them there. <laughs> and, and we're all looking at young, thinking, hang on a minute, mm. this is he's setting us up here. He goes, there's no point playing the game if you're not going to enjoy your wins. Anyway, we had a great night. Depending offside, no run. We got beat the next one day. The same four cartons come in. We thought, oh, no. Well, he said, Hads, there's only one way to solve this and open a can again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so from that, that day, I always celebrated my test wins. And if we lost, make sure I did exactly the same and make sure everyone was together. That's right. Consistency, Hats. Yep. <laughs> Great man. Oh, what a character. Uh, yeah.